0: that nobody
1: ever truly chooses freely to do anything, that we're all puppets of forces beyond our control. It comes from an article, The Clockwork Universe is Free Will and Illusion in the Independent. Here's your quote. Suppose you find yourself feeling moderately hungry one afternoon, so you walk to the fruit bowl in your kitchen. You see one apple and one banana. As it happens, you choose the banana, but it seems ob- absolutely obvious that you were free to choose the apple or the banana or both. Instead, that's free will. You were to rewind the tape of world history to the instant just before you made your decision with everything in the universe exactly the same, you'd been able to make a different decision. That seems perfectly obvious, right? It seems that way, yeah. Is there any way
0: this could could be different? um, That you would pick the banana 100% of the time? Or that you would choose
1: the banana every one in 10 times?
0: um i mean there's I, I feel like i could buy into an anecdotal uh, argument about free will not existing but like i think there's too it's too easy to poke holes in it i did a little social experiment on you this morning we normally record at 9 a.m and i uh, gave you the option to record early and you took it and uh i don't know did you have the free will to, to choose that or not okay this is great which leads into my next quote There are physiological reasons for
1: your feeling hungry in the first place, and there are causes in your genes, your upbringing, or your current environment for you choosing to address your hunger with fruit rather than a box of donuts. Your preferences for the banana over the apple at the moment of supposed choice must have been caused by what went before, presumably including the patterns of your neurons firing in your brain, which was itself caused, and so back in the unbroken chain to your birth, the meeting of your parents, their births, and eventually the birth of the cosmos. To me, this sounds ridiculous, but there is a point to be made that there is a chain of events that leads you to exactly where you are, and maybe you're not choosing them. They're already chosen for you by you, who you are as a whole.
0: Okay, are you, are you presenting an argument that you
1: don't buy into? I'm sort of just saying, I read this article and I was like, you know what? It sounded ridiculous that we don't have free will, but the more I kind of dig into it, you know what? Maybe there is some, I don't know if there's some grand, we're not playing in some game run by an alien in a different universe, but there is some idea that we already have made our decisions. They're already made for us.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think the debt gets stacked to some extent. Yes. Like you were saying, it's like this happened, this happened. This happened. Uh, the, the second quote you start off with was you. F- you have physiological reasons for choosing which maybe I'm splitting hairs a little bit. Like, I think, yeah, you have a physiological draw, but I think a lot of it's mental. Uh, I heard a stat that is unsubstantiated, but 80% of eating is based on boredom. Like people rarely say, I physiologically need to eat right now, so I'm going to. It's more of like the idea of it or there's emotion tied to it or whatever. So um, that's interesting. uh, One thing I thought was really... Uh, compelling in this thing you sent me against the case of it is says it would be difficult to hate other people how can you have how can you hate someone you don't blame for their actions like if you fully buy into uh, the lack of free will then nothing can be anyone's fault because it was a foregone conclusion
1: yeah that's the that's the reason i feel like i continued down the rabbit hole with this article because i was like well this is just a mental exercise who cares but then it makes this argument and which leads us to people being put in prison, right? If you're raised in a home with a single mom in a gang, you get molested, all of the things that could happen in your life that are predetermined before you are even age four, then you're already predetermined in theory to not be that great of a person and become a criminal. And then you're in jail. And so should we blame people that are raised in a bad system for The product of their environment that's the whole point of this
0: right well i mean again i think i'm going to go back to the deck is stacked against you because we do hear instances of people who came from nothing and and overcome being molested overcome watching their parents be murdered uh you're more likely to not do that i I mean i think predestination the first time i ever heard it was in the um, context of religion which I think is interesting because uh, there's a sect of Christianity is like, well, there's pre there's predestination. It's like you've already been chosen, and uh, you don't have the choice. Which I I don't buy into, but um, I think that's another interesting avenue. There's
1: this point in the article where the author's talking about in the quiet of the morning before his kids wake up that he's drinking a cup of coffee, and then in the in, uh, intention pops up in his head that he should take a shower now. Where, where does that come from? Where does it come from that you're sitting? It's quiet. You know what? I got to start the day. I got to get in the shower. Well, he also says like you're agonizing over decision to whether to go to a relative's funeral. You're kind of going back and forth on this and you might go, you might not go, but he's essentially saying these are just decisions that are already made. And you're a sort of a spectator of the decision process in your own brain.
0: Yeah, a shower is a really interesting um, concept that I I haven't really ever thought of. Physiologically, we don't need to shower every day, but I think culturally, it's something we do. And I think, I feel like I'm predestined to want to take a shower every day or five days a week or like whatever it is, Uh, you definitely don't need to. So that's interesting. That is definitely your parents showered every day. Their parents' like luxury was having a bathroom Or whenever it started. So there are things that um, you just kind of get pre-programmed into you. And and I don't think you're predestined. It's just like it would take uh, a large force to get you off that trajectory.
1: It's sort of that same vein about showers. We are in California now heading into a drought. So maybe you shouldn't shower every day. But as you said, social forces make us do that. Also, with watering your lawn. My father-in-law has a great lawn. It is very green. It is very lush. But as we know, when we go in droughts in California, you can't water your lawn all the time and it turns brown and somehow would say you're sort of being shamed by your neighbors. So free will is now being shaped sort of by your environment.
0: Yeah, I think maybe it comes down to your free will is so much in that like you're willing to go against the grain or like you're willing to make yourself uncomfortable, like you're going to take the path of least resistance. And that's why it feels like you don't have free will. When you look at in the context of eating the banana or um, watering your yard or taking a shower, it's like uh, most people don't like being uncomfortable. And we have a groove that was Mm. built for us from our ancestors or whatever you want to call it um, society that you're going to, you're going to fall in that groove and it's going to take a special force to be like, no, I'm going to turn hard right here as opposed to stay in this nice smooth area. Yeah.
1: And just by the way, to kind of back that up is the, the cold shower thing that you do every day. I really don't like cold water. I've sort of tried to run from it, but in the last year I've been running on the beach and standing and icing my legs in the ocean. And I've actually gotten used to the point now, like I like, standing in cold water in the ocean, but I'm predisposed to not like it.
0: Yeah, because it, it, uh, it's a shock and it's uncomfortable. And then when you do the cold shower after three seconds, it feels fine. So
1: Can I just take this to one higher level of ridiculousness? There is another theory out there that we are part of some large board game. I'm being serious. That some other being is like playing us as a game. Like we're, the, we're pawns in a game of somebody else and there's gazillions of these games going on by a force or alien or whatever you want to call it in a dystopian
0: universe. Do you, do you subscribe to that in any way? I mean, that's the premise of Orson Scott Card's book, Ender's Game. I don't know yeah, if you've read yeah, that yeah. or watched it. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I've definitely gone down that rabbit hole thinking about it, but it's not something that I, I think there, <clears throat> whether it's true or not, I think, um, throwing it up to the universe and being like, well, I couldn't make a decision anyway. Someone else is controlling me. I think that's a cop out and taking responsibility of whatever you, whatever you're doing. Um, just as like a general life uh, position. I can't say, uh, even if I don't have, I'm uh, even if I don't have free will, I'm going to tell myself I do to make myself feel like a more productive human.
1: I like how he closes this article and says in our utter exposure to forces beyond our control We might all be in the same boat, clinging on for our lives, adrift on the storm-tossed ocean of
0: luck. (laughs) Well, if you're Kate Winslet and you want to let Jack go into the ocean on the boat of life that we're on, reach out, share the show with a friend, say, hey, I got this cool podcast. It's called Reposted. Check it out. It's on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, at Reposted Podcast. I'm Andrew Keller for the Titanic saying thanks for stopping by.